So did I call it or did I call it? Now, in case some of you don't know what I'm talking about, last week or around last week, I talked about the fact that Nextstat, not Nextstar, that was my fault for mispronouncing their username wrong, but Nextstat's Patreon-exclusive Unconventional 2 webcomic, which is a sequel to the first Unconventional webcomic, seemed to be hinting at the fact that the two lead girls, or actually three lead girls, were going to be melting into a puddle of goop. Now, if you're wondering what I meant by three, well, like I said in the last audio-video podcast I did on this, which I said was about a week ago, I mentioned the fact that Unconventional 2 seemed to be co-written, if not fully written, script-wise by Mr. Internet Man. Mr. Internet Man, of course, on DeviantArt, is very well known for his character, Demonica Veronica. Uh, Veronica, who has this nightshade lipstick that turns her into the mischievous demon elf, Demonica, whose powers basically, you know, transcend anything, you know, any other magical, wielding, shapeshifter, elastic person, whatever, could imagine, because she's pretty much the total package, you know, when it comes to that. And in this story, she simultaneously possesses both the leading ladies, you know, of Nextstat's uh, unconventional series. So, long story short, you know, I mentioned in that audio video that it seemed that the recent part that they had uploaded on seemed to be hinting at the fact that the girls were going to melt into a puddle of goop. And lo and behold, today, Nextstat uploads the newest, um, I guess you could say, 10 pages to the Unconventional 2 series. And wouldn't you know it, we're not even like, what, three or four pages in, and the girls start to melt. That's right. They start to melt. And again, I said that this could potentially be hinted at, you know, due to the fact that one of the girls that got possessed, you know, through a thought, you know, through thoughts, because that's all they could really manifest, being possessed, they said that basically they felt like they were going to melt. And lo and behold, that's exactly what happened here. And as as per usual, you know, when it comes to Mr. Internet Man's stories, or anything he's writing the script for, when one, two, maybe three girls end up in this situation, a majority of the time when they start mixing together, so do the thoughts. And you kind of see that in the story, where basically the two girls, you know, they're starting to think along the same lines, and then all of a sudden they're now all thinking, you know, as one, including Demonica, because the minds have been mixed together into, new, into one thought, into one mind. And, you know, seeing this, seeing this, you know, it got me thinking that it, you know, it doesn't matter when you do a collab with somebody. You know, if that somebody you're doing a collab with is writing the script, then you have to expect that maybe in that script for your webcomic or your animation, depending on how advanced you are in that department, that that individual is going to probably add in one of the favorite quirks or quirks. Quirks, easy for me to say, one of the favorite uh, quirks, if you will, or traits. One of the favorite traits, tropes, however you want to look. We'll just say tropes. You know, they're going to add in one of the favorite tropes. 
And you, as the artist, have to find a way to apply that in there. Like, how are you going to, you know, make it happen? Whether you're drawing it traditionally, whether you're, like I said, using animation or 3D anima- or 3D drawing, whatever, SFM. You know, you got to figure out, okay, how am I going to make this happen? Because of the fact that you're not really actually planning on it maybe going in this direction because you're thinking well we're going to work together on a story they're going to do the script i'm going to do the art you know hopefully it's nothing new nothing too complicated or tricky to kind of bring to life and lo and behold with the advancement of technology nowadays Things like what we see in the recent Unconventional 2 part, if you will, which is pages uh, 71 to 80, from what I understand, from what we see there, honestly, you know, nothing's impossible. Nothing is impossible whatsoever. And we've seen this, I've seen it, through various other SFM 3D comics and, and everything, done by the likes of Nextat, done by the likes of Trouble TRO, done by the likes of Joven 16, you name it, we have seen it. Even someone known as Kier-Wazer, that's Kier-Wazer, or Waza, Kiwaza, if you will, even they are showing that you can go this route by taking uh, certain uh, characters that we may know about, female characters, and having them get submerged or dipped into gooey substance all the way down, and then having them pop back up, up, or not have them pop back up. But the point is, we know with today's technology, going you know certain routes that you may have thought would be impossible in the past is indeed possible. And when I look at Mr. Internet Man, and I see him collabing with people like Nextat, like Trouble TRO, I know most of the time, especially if his character is involved in the story, or he's involved in you know the script period that we're probably going to enter gooey, melty territory down the line. Now, I'm not saying that's going to happen with some stories, but that's usually the norm. It usually is. I mean, another story Mr. Internet Man is collabing on with is with Trouble TRO and that science experiment. And it's almost certain, just by the way things are described in the synopsis for the story, that the melty, gooey part that, you know, he's known to put his character through, you know, or other characters through, is eventually going to happen here. It is going to, you know, occur. It is going to happen, if you will. It is going to happen, you know, one way or another. When and where it happens... You know, that's up to, that's up to Trouble TRO and Mr. Internet Man. But knowing he's the one behind the script, you know it's probably just not that far off. But again, this is always something that, you know, when I see it, it just makes me realize, you know, the fact, it just makes me realize that the you know the person behind the script behind the behind the writing is always going to want to add in their own little stories or well, not little stories but their own little tropes their own little you know moments here and there that they're mostly known for i mean i know that 
when I commissioned a story that I wrote, you know, um, I basically described to the person that, you know, read it and said, hey, I would like to do a comic on it. I described to them the, what I want to see. You know, I want I want to see how you know you know I want to see this and there. I want to see that and there. You know, I don't want to see just like some you know situation to where it's like, oh, it could happen, but it won't happen. No, I wanted to see it. I wanted to absolutely see it. And lo and behold, I got what I wanted. I got what I wanted. And in case you guys want to know what it is. You know, I'm not going to say much, except, you know, let's just say you take Mina Mongoose and Sally Acorn, and you go a route where a special created Chaos Emerald gives them the power of Slime Girls, and you add in LGBTQ, and you get the idea. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. But I wanted it that way, and I got it. Now, sometimes you're not always going to get things a certain way, depending on who's, you know, doing the artwork or whatever. But you might get something close. Like I had Mel Sky. Mel Sky, who's known for doing uh, Sonic-related art and doing the uh, OC characters Sky and Luke, or Lucas, you know, on Ink, on Ink Bunny and DeviantArt. I, re, you know, I commissioned to them to do a, you know, a picture of Sky in an overflowing bubble bath. And my original idea was to have Sky completely covered in the bubbles to the point that all you see is her eyes and her mouth, you know, just, you know, sticking out. And she's just completely covered from head to toe in bubbles, almost as if she's transformed into a bubble bath echidna, you know, or a female echidna made of bubbles. That, you know, that's about it. You know, that was my commission. Now, now, did I get that? No. But I did get something close. But the reason I'm not upset about it is because I can understand why Mel Sky didn't probably want to, you know, put too much into that because maybe it was too much perhaps for, you know, not just them artistically, but maybe the software couldn't handle it as much. So I'm understandable of the fact that, hey, they did what they could, and that's fine. You know, that's fine. Um, I had... Uh, what's her name? Lady Drysimer or Drysimai? You know, I commissioned her last year. You know, for a, a a comic for actually five things: one for my birthday, one for my one, you know, well, two things for my birthday anyway. A single pick for my birthday, and uh, one you know that uh, was a comic. And I described to them what I wanted, and they gave me pretty much what I wanted, no doubt. But they didn't really, you know, add as much as I would think they would. Like when I said, hey, I want, you know, my uh, pink lioness OC that I created, uh, you know, several years ago. When I said I want them to melt down into a puddle and then have them split in two, like one, like a clone emerges from the puddle and then she envelops her and everything, you know, you know, not only you know, not only did I say that I wanted that, and then I wanted them to you know, like go back to being a puddle and then evaporating and all that, but you know, there was a thing in there that, you know, I said I want them to say Lana doesn't exist anymore, something like that. But I didn't get it. But what I got was good enough, and I wasn't mad about it because a majority of what I asked was, you know, brought to life. So I was cool with that. I was cool with that. But the point I'm getting at, the point I'm getting at, ladies and gentlemen, is this. You know, you can basically, 
be the script writer, and you could add in what you want. It, you know, pretty much similar to being a person that's asking for a commission. You can put in description of what you want, and most of the time you may get it, but not exactly the way you're depicting it. Because of the fact that, one, they may have other projects, other commissions they have to work on, or other web comics they have to work on, but mostly it could be for the fact, excuse me there, could be for the fact that the software they're using might not be, you know, up to snuff to doing exactly what you want, or, or basically they don't want to overdo it with the software because it might cause something to happen to the computer, you know, in the long run. And that's understandable. But getting back to what I said here, when I see that next stat and Trouble TRO are collabing with the likes of Mr. Internet Man, you know, pretty much that tells me they're going to probably end up giving us, you know, some kind of moment to where the characters go gooey. Whether, you know, Mr. Internet Man's character, Demonica, Veronica, is involved or not, there's always a good chance of that. And what I see with the Science Experiment webcomic right now, you know, in the direction it seems to be going based on the synopsis, I'm not going to put it past them for that to occur. Or am I, or, you know, am I going to put it past them that because that might happen, we might see a fusion, you know, occur between the two ladies? Just like we're going to probably see here with next stats, you know, unconventional uh, two series in next week's installment. Because, again, it seems that that's just the avenue he likes to go down in. You know, it seems to be the avenue he likes to go down in with his character and characters involved. We've seen it in his own presentations, even recently when he's done a little bit of a, wet, a, little bit of a series of uh, uh, drawings, kind of like a little comic, if you will, where Demonica is basically starting off as a puddle of goop and then she just reforms from that. Heck, we've, we've seen it when they did, you know, when he did the uh, Walk on the Wild side, which was a kind of like a, a crossover between Demonica and, his, and, and uh, Minor Dash Alterations character Ruby Walker. We saw it there. And then, of course, we saw it recently. You know, with Agent Pink 2, Bellum's Revenge, uh, Agent Pink, Bellum's Revenge 2, I should say, which was an epilogue comic, we knew it was coming there, and we saw it happen there. And thus, again, like I said, I would not put it past, you know, him to make that happen. I mean, heck, we've seen it right now with Trouble TRO. Trouble TRO... Uh, basically, you know, is, in my opinion, taking influence, you know, from what Internet Man has done and is applying it to their two characters in the Pink Benefit story that's ongoing right now. You can tell that Joven 16 does the same thing with some of those stories. So, again, you know, I, I look at the fact, you know, I look at the fact that I'm not going to put it past, you know, I'm not going to put it past, you know, Mr. Internet, you know, a collab with Mr. Internet Man or inspiration by, you know, caused by Mr. Internet Man for people like Joven 16, like let's say with the current Emerald Power uh, comic they're doing, 
you know, with Trouble TRO and Science Experiment, and especially currently right now at Nextat, and whatever future plans anybody else has, you know, collabing with Mr. Internet Man or being inspired by him, I would not put it past them that doing one of those portions, doing one of the portions of the stories, whether it's a web comic story or, you know, just a written story or whatever, whether it's Patreon exclusive or not, I would not put it past them to have a gooey melty moment put in there if it's you know with the characters you know involved, especially if the characters are shapeshifters or are drinking little potions that temporarily give them the power to shapeshift and one of the ways they can shapeshift is exactly you know, that way, melty and gooey, which could lead to a temporary fusion or not, evaporation or not, we don't know. So yeah, long story short, one thing I've noticed is when you collab with Mr. Internet Man or you're inspired by his works, there's a good chance, just like what Nextstat has shown uh, as of today recently, that your story eventually will go the gooey, melty route with your characters and possibly lead to either an evaporation moment or a fusion moment. So that's all I'm going to say, guys. But let me know what your thoughts are. Let me know if any of you from experience has dealt with this yourself. Like, you know, you agree to do a collab and you're like, let's say you're the one doing the writing or you're the the one doing the artisticness. Let me know whether or not you've been through this to where as a writer you would add your little little favorite traits, tropes, quirks in there to be part of the story or as an artist – you know, the person that does the, you know, the um, art that brings it to life, let me know whether or not when you would read a script and you would see it, you know, your first thought would be, man, this is going to be a little tricky, but I will try to make it happen in some way. Let me know what your thoughts are, guys. Comment below, live chat during the premiere. Like the video. You will get an audio podcast version of this at BWRSS Discussions at all your favorite audio podcast locations, except for Pandora. Also, check me out at my Teespring store, guys. Eyes for merchandise you can't get anywhere else. Also, check me out at divinart.com, says BVW1979. Also, support me at Vimo at BWRSS for content you can't get here on YouTube. Also, support me at patreon.com, says BWRSS, $1, $3 tier. Also, ladies and gentlemen, uh, support me at Venmo at Brian-Roma-2 and Cash App at BWRosas98. All of those would be greatly appreciated. And until next time, guys, give me your thoughts overall you know, in the live chat and in the comments below. And I'll talk to you all later.